Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Podcast, where we talk all things well-being, personal development, and living our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. Hey, everyone. Happy Friday. How was your week? I hope it was good. My week was great. It was super busy. (laughs) I have learned that I am still very poor at estimating how long things will take, but I did finally complete the content for my Distraction Action Program, which I am thrilled about, and it's going to be available for launch later this month. More on that later, but it's sort of apropos to today's podcast because The whole program itself is centered around getting past distraction, getting into action, obviously hence the name, but also following through. And follow through has been something that has been historically very difficult for me. I'm I'm your girl who will do something with full gusto to about 80% and then I just kind of poop out and it's very frustrating. I don't know why I do this, but well, I have learned some reasons why this happens now in my in my post-diagnosis reality, but I've used all the tools that have helped me get to the end point of creating this program and launching it. And I've added it to the program. So it's sort of this meta experience of understanding how to follow through on stuff. So if you are interested in learning more about that, make sure that you're on my email list because that's where I'm going to be sharing the details. So I'll leave a link in the show notes, but I don't know if anybody actually ever looks at show notes. So you can also head over to my website at itsadhdfriendly.com and anything that you sign up for will get you on my email list. This week, I am sharing a tour of my new to me paper planning system. It's really effective, and that's why I'm sharing this tour. It may or may not be the right fit for you, but I wanted to share it because I love the structure of the planning system, which is set up for mapping out a full quarter of personal and work life at a time. Now, the name of the system is Panda Planner, and the creator of that system has your regular paper planners, but they also did a collaboration with Rocketbook, and Rocketbook creates these erasable notebooks where you can write stuff down on it and then take a special cloth and wipe it off, or you can scan it on an app and send it to your email or your Evernote or your Google Drive, wherever you want to send it. I love Rocketbook notebooks, and I love this collaboration between the notebook and the planner system because it's small, it's light, you can just keep reusing it as opposed to having all these books in your house that you don't quite want to get rid of, so you hoard in your office closet. I'm talking from experience here. So it's just brilliant for a number of reasons. So I will link all of the tools in the show notes that goes with this episode, and you'll be able to find that in the details of this episode and whatever podcast thingy you listen to it in. So find it all there. But I also wanted to be very transparent in the sense that when I pick up a paper planner, which I use in addition to Notion, by the way, I do digital and paper, but whenever I pick up a planner, I pick it up because I like the day spread. I like a planner that's not overly structured and I like a planner that's cute. I'm going to be honest with you, but I rarely look at like the system that is usually set up with the planner. You know, like those first couple of pages in the book where it says, now you should, you know, set up your vision and your goals and what do you want for your life? And I always just skip that part and go to actually using the planner 
But with this new system, I thought I would give it a try and walk through the first couple of pages of the system to kind of break down what their process is. And I found it incredibly powerful. The process in the planner acts sort of like a coach and it guides you through a process of seriously thinking about what your goals are and why you want to do them rather than just setting goals willy-nilly, which is what I have done my entire life. (laughs) And no wonder follow-through has always been really hard for me. So because I thought this was such a powerful process, I wanted to share the full tour of how I went through it. Now, a few things to note. This is, again, another video podcast. So if you want to watch the videos and see the planner in its full glory, then head over to my YouTube channel and I will link it in the show notes as well. But know that even though you're not seeing the planner, if you're listening to this via podcast, you're still going to get a ton of value out of the walkthrough as I read all of the various different sections. So you'll get a really good sense of how it sets you up for a full quarter. And based on that, you may want to go ahead and explore looking at the Panda Planner, or you may want to do something similar for yourself. So I hope you enjoyed this tour. I hope it's useful for you. I know a lot of the folks in my community love planner systems, so I thought this would be a fun one to share. And on that note, I'm going to head right into the recording. I hope you guys have a great week, and I will see you next Friday. I don't know about you, but I am obsessed with planner systems, and apparently... My clients are too, because for whatever reason, they all seem to be looking for this magical system that's going to take away all the overwhelming chaos and all their ducks will be in a row and life will be just easy peasy lemon squeezy at that point. (laughs) I always hate to burst their bubble, but that's just not the case. There's not a planner system on this planet that's going to help you resolve your overwhelming chaos until you stop over committing yourself. In reality, a planner can only help you plan the time that you have. But if you're constantly overextending yourself, you can't plan time that you don't have. Now, with that said, a good planner can help you really map out what's important, what you need to get done, and how much time you have to do it. And that's why today I am reviewing the Panda Planner by Rocketbook. This is not sponsored, but it would be really nice if it was. I just really like it and I love the system inside. It takes you through a 90-day process of breaking down what you want out of life, what's most important, prioritizing it that way, and then breaking it down step-by-step, week over week. I found this incredibly helpful and also their weekly and daily layouts just for day-to-day note-taking is fantastic as well. Now, I use this and I use Notion because your girl needs a lot of support, but if you only want one system, I'd highly recommend giving this a, a whirl. It's fantastic. So on that note, Let's jump into the planner. So I've had this puppy for a month now, but today I want to take you through the whole thing because today is October 2nd. We're in the last quarter of the month. This planner is based on a quarterly format. So it doesn't have that many pages in it, but it's just enough for a 90-day plan and strategy. So I'm going to show you how I use this. The very first page is just like a year spread. So you can write down any events that you have coming out over the year. Then you've got three months worth of monthly spreads. Now keep in mind that because this is a rocket book, all of this, you can wipe this off with a damp cloth. They provide special cloth and it makes it super easy to wipe off when it's wet. If it's dry, it won't come off so you don't have smudging issues. I'm using this with a friction 0.7 
pen, I will link it below. This is a really good one to use with this particular format because you need to get into smaller spaces. So you don't want something that's too fat. And the writing quality, if you are somebody who's a bit of a pen snob, do not worry. Worry not. These are amazing and this does not feel weird writing on at all. Just another thing on Rockabook, if you're unfamiliar with it, these little barcodes on the bottom of every page it connects to an app that you put on your phone. You can create whatever you want on these pages and then you hover your phone over with the app and it will upload whatever information is on that page and it will send it wherever you want it to go, whether that's your inbox, a Google Drive, Evernote. There's several different destinations you can take all of this information, but it will actually transcribe it. But to be quite honest, I don't often upload it. I just use this as a regular planner and I love that I can just wipe it down and I constantly make errors as I'm going through this. So it's really easy to correct them. So like I said, here's a three month spread that you can look at that month view and just plan out big things that need to get done. And again, if you wanna store this, you can. Now, coming into this process. So as a certified coach, I'm gonna tell you, and also as somebody with ADHD who struggles to take big goals and chunk them down into tangible action, I love this format. You only have to do it once, but it's powerful. So at this point, the planner asks for you to just jot down anything that you want, either in this quarter, year, or lifetime. And it's all based on these quadrants of health and fitness, relationship, family, friends, personal development and achievement, and finances. So I just wrote down whatever came to mind for me, which is some trips, some RV adventures. I am currently obsessed with RVs. I've never been in one. Well, I've walked through one, but I've never spent any time in one and I never owned one. So I'm really anxious to actually explore this more and see if it's for us as a family. If it's not, then I'll just kind of let it go. But right now I am just on a rabbit hole tangent on RVs. I want to finish an advanced coaching course that I'm doing right now. I want to relaunch my program, Distraction Action. Right now I'm doing it live, but I want to launch the recorded version of it in mid-October. So that's a huge goal for me right now. I'm phasing out gluten dairy because I just found out I have an autoimmune disorder. So I have to make some dietary adjustments. And I want to show you how I systematize something like this because this is actually a really big deal. Even though I don't eat a lot of gluten and dairy, it's a big deal to do this. So you need systems to set up a process for change. And then I want to create some funnels in my business and meet my revenue target goal for Q4. So these are my everything goals. And then I ask you, based on all of this brainstorming, what is your highest priority to lowest priority? So for me, it's finishing my current live distraction action program, then launching the on-demand version then booking some Airbnbs for trips next year, then going to an RV show, and then determining where to go for a week if we wanted to rent an RV, if that's what we decide to do. So from there, that process of prioritizing was important because I know that finishing my live program is where the majority of my energy needs to go until mid-October when this is done, and then I can really focus on promoting this. So over here, it asks you to narrow down your priorities to maximum three goals. I recommend no more than one goal if it's a big one, but I wanted to pick three and no more than three because they balance out my life well. So completing distraction action and launching the on-demand program is my first goal. 
renting the RV and trying it for a few days. That's my second goal. And then my third goal is to remove gluten from my house. So I'm saying that specifically because I don't know if I'm going to be 100% gluten-free within this quarter. I don't know how hard that's going to be. So I want to set up really tangible expectations. To that end, over here, once you've picked your three goals, it asks you to come up with target metrics. So this is how you're going to measure success. What is done going to look like? So for distraction action, having a complete and ready launch for mid-October is really like what's going to be success there. And it, by the way, having my course ready for launch is success. I, I have no control over how many people buy it. So having some sort of a revenue goal attached to this is not helpful for me personally. Renting an RV, if we pick a rig to rent by the 10th of uh, October, I'll call that a success. Or maybe we decide we don't want to do it after all, in which case that's fine too. Removing gluten from my house is my goal. And having everything flagged in the kitchen by October 15th is what I would consider success. So when I say remove, I'm not actually going to throw out any food because my husband still eats gluten, but I want to have a system for organizing the food in our pantry and fridge so that visually when I open the door and I'm hungry and I'm not remembering in the moment that I'm trying to be gluten-free, it's going to look really super obvious to me. And that's going to be a system for success for me. Now the system asks you to break down milestones. Now I think this is really important for all of us. So for distraction action, my milestones will be finishing scripts and slides for for the recorded program, recording and editing those modules, finishing my workbook, taking in feedback from the live group, and setting a launch plan and a way for people to buy the product. That are going to, that's going to be the milestones, and I want this all done by mid-October. So the next one is on the RV front, confirming the right rig for us and a date to actually rent one, and then picking a location and one backup location. So if we get to one campsite or beach or whatever and we decide it's not for us, trying something a little bit different so that we can rule out the fact that we just didn't pick a bad spot and had a bad experience. Then do we just need to pack and head out? So that's pretty much all I need to do with that. And then for the gluten-free initiative, I just want to, you know, when I say purge, I mean like organize things in the fridge, as I mentioned, and in the pantry and freezer. So it's very clear to me what has gluten in it that I need to avoid. And then uh, <laughs> I might want to have one more pickle pizza. There's a place here in Austin, by the way, that serves pickle pizza. I think it's called 40 North. It is the best pizza I've ever eaten in my entire life. So whether or not you like pickles, you go, need to go try that pizza because it is amazing and they make a lot of interesting ones, but the pickled one with this sort of like dill, oh, it's so good. So I might need to try that before I go gluten-free completely. So that's a milestone. And then it asks you to identify key habits that will keep you on track. This is so important, especially if you have ADHD, because you might even get down to this point and then forget in your day-to-day -day life about following through. So setting up a system is really important, and this is asking you to do that. So I'm going to keep talking about the, my program, Distraction Action, here and on my other social medias and on my email list, because... If I talk about it, I need to follow through on it because this program is actually about follow through for those of us who are highly distractible. So if I'm not walking my own talk, then I'm not in integrity. So integrity is very important to me. So I need to keep talking about this. And then in terms of getting it out the door, I want to just schedule two hours per weekday to work on it. So 10 hours a week minimum. So over here, it then asks you to break that 
whole system of milestones into a roadmap. And I really like this idea because it asks you to go week by week to really think through, well, what are you going to do at each week to make sure that these things happen? So here, I've just, beside each week, I've written down the actual date, and then I've got finished modules, launch plan, finalize funnels, finish the live program. I'm not going to go through all of these, but you get the idea. It really forces you to think through what it is you want to do at every stage of this goal. And then for the rest of the year, I'm just working on promoting that program. And then in terms of the RV, it's deciding on the rig, getting a campground, packing and planning, hitting the road, and then recovering because who knows how that's going to be with three rescue dogs. And figuring out next steps. Did we like the experience? Do we want to keep looking at buying one or do we want to ditch the idea? Well, it's not a we, it's my idea. I am, as I mentioned, obsessed. So, and then in the gluten-free thing, it's like one week is getting my fridge organized, one week pantry organized. So I'm not overwhelming myself. And then I've got like, just try a new recipe for dinner once a week. And I think that that's a great way for me to ease my way in to this whole program. Then over here, it asks you to identify obstacles, which is also great and something that we don't usually do. So I've listed out here that I think for me personally, from an external obstacle, it's definitely when we're going to restaurants, especially that pizza restaurant. What am I going to do now? Because I usually eat my husband's crusts. I won't be able to eat those anymore. And if he orders food that I find tempting, it's going to be really tough for me to follow through. Um, in the Distraction Action Program, these are actually internal obstacles, but I had them up here. Getting to 80% and then pooping out, <laughs> this is something I do very often. And if you have ADHD, you might resonate with this. You work really hard on a project, you get it to 80% and then it just never gets finished. You ditch it and you're on to the next thing. That is something to do with you know, your motivation and interest dropping, like the do dopamine release around that project kind of just stops there and then you have no motivation to finish. So as I continue to talk about this, I know that I'm going to be on the hook to get this to 100%. And then the other thing I'm thinking is, will I want to do this again live or will I only want to do it on demand? And then with the RV, obstacles are probably finding the right rig and then weather and dog issues because those are things we can't really control. And then under internal obstacles, I've got losing motivation on the gluten-free front and also forgetting. That's a big thing for me. So that's why I need to set up systems in my house that will support me as I know I will not always remember what I'm doing. And then for the RV thing, I think my biggest internal obstacle will be putting it off as it's not urgent or important. It's fun. It's joyful. It's play, but it's not urgent and important. And I have a tendency to put fun on the back burner. So I literally need to schedule it in or <laughs> it's not going to happen. And, and I, I'm not proud of saying that. So then there's this if-then routine. So thinking about these obstacles, if these things come up, what are you going to do about them? So for the gluten-free piece, I need systems for grocery shopping. I need to ask my husband for support. And I need to keep talking about distraction action to make it real. So I found this process extremely helpful. Now, over here, it goes into motivations. Now, I work with my clients a lot on this, and I didn't think something like this would be helpful in a written format because I have a tendency to not follow rules and be like, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll do this. 
but it really actually did help. So my motivation for finishing distraction action is time independence and increasing revenue. Sorry, up here it says, connect with the reasons why these goals are important to you and your life. Get into details about the feelings and what they mean to who you are as a person. This is really important stuff, believe it or not. So as I said, time independence and increased revenue, which leads to financial safety and security, which is really important to me. My highest value is freedom. My highest need is peace. So this really supports that need and value. From an RV perspective, because my joy matters, as I mentioned, I tend to uh, minimize things that are joyful or happy, fun experiences. I need fun breaks to help with creativity and productivity. And I need to, this experience in order to know what the next step is. Like I said, I'm going down a rabbit hole, watching all the YouTube videos, recording all the podcasts, and that's great. It's a great way to spend time and I'm not, you know, taking impulsive moves to buy things before I'm ready. But at the same time, I would really like to actually take action on this to decide whether or not it's right for us. So then it says the top, what are the top benefits from achieving these goals? And for me, that's time, freedom, peace. Health, no anxiety, because that's big for me, and clarity on next steps. And then identity, what type of person do you need to be in order to accomplish these goals and integrate your new habits? Write down and tie it into your personal values, i.e. I'm a runner, I run at least blah, blah miles a day. Okay, so I am a healthy, peaceful entrepreneur who lives in integrity with self and others. So again, that comes down to walking my talk. I walk my talk and I follow through. Um, I own my own time. So rewards for hitting my goals. I never do this. I never do this. So it was kind of fun to think about it. And I didn't know what was going to come up before I thought through it. And it turns out that for distraction action, the RV and even the gluten-free piece, because it adds to my health, all lead to freedom to travel in 2023, which is something I can't wait to do because your girl has been not traveling for way too many years. So I also found this really helpful. And then over here on motivation, what does your life look after you've hit your goal? So for distraction action, the program continues to be successful, not only for my community, but also for me. It helps me follow through. It grows my business and my brand. And hey, it might even bring me a book deal. Who knows? And it also means fewer meetings for me and more time autonomy, which is really important. On the RV front, it's either something we're bringing into our life or it's just something that I have a curiosity for, but I never move forward with it and I make that decision intentionally. And then on the gluten-free piece, it makes me feel better, more energized and calm, no bloating and grossness and just feeling tired and miserable. So what is at stake if you don't hit your goal? Also really important to noodle on. And for me, that means more Zoom calls, less freedom to travel, more pressure to take business opportunities in areas that I really just don't want to. And it's also going to mean that I'm spinning my wheels on the RV front and I will feel like poop all the time. And I don't want to feel that way. So then they have like this little commitment thing here. These This doesn't really resonate with me, but I signed and dated it anyway. So that is the whole goal setting process. And what I can do is scan all of these so that I can have this in digital format. Because all my day-to-day, -day, I do like to plan in Notion. I just find it a little bit more easy to work with, but I found this was super helpful. And then it starts with spreading out the weeks, right? So you start with, you know, my first week in October. These are um, 
wins from last week, lessons learned, and things that you know I want to do to make the week great, and just things that I have to do, and a weekly schedule underneath. And then there's one, two, three, four of these weekly spreads. So you plan out your week at the top of the week, and then once you've got your week spread done, then you can start planning out your actual day. And I love the day plan. I've been using this for a month now. Things I'm grateful for, things I'm excited about, wins, how will I improve, exercise, focus, affirmations, priorities, schedule. I just think this is like rock solid. And I love the fact that I can wipe things off when I, you know, make mistakes. It is super easy to write with this thing. I love this pen. And I just find it to be a very useful planner. And then this has got like, I think two weeks of a day layout. And then at the back, there's just white paper for notes, which I also like. And this is like, this is how thick this is. And it's so light and you can bring it everywhere with you rather than these big, fat, ginormous planners. So between Notion and the Rocketbook Panda Planner, my life is set for the next 90 days. I really love this thing and I highly, highly recommend it. Thank you for listening. For links and resources for this podcast, please visit itsadhdfriendly.com or click the link in the show description. Please also be sure to subscribe so you get automatic updates when new shows are posted. And of course, please do leave us an ADHD-friendly review. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.